There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. WWE Friday Night SmackDown hits Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. tomorrow night. I spoke to Intercontinental Champion Gunther about his journey from Austria to nearly winning the Royal Rumble. Hey, Gunther, hey, thank you so much for joining us on WTOP in Washington, D.C. Oh, good morning, and thank you for having me. Uh, we got to say at the top that WWE SmackDown is coming uh, Friday night to Capital One Arena here in D.C. It's going to be awesome. If you've never been to a live WWE show, you got to go. It's so much fun, especially these live TV uh, uh, shows here that's going to be on air on Fox. Um, so let's go into SmackDown then. Uh, so I know last week Drew McIntyre challenged you to WrestleMania. Are we going to find more on that tonight? Are you going to are, are you thinking about accepting it or where do we stand with that? I wouldn't say he formally challenged me. He appeared at least, but I'm not losing my thoughts over that now. I think it's, yeah, let's see what happens this week. Uh, and we'll see where it goes. There's not much more I can say about it. I recognized his appearance. Let's call it that way. Yeah, I believe your response was, <laughs> get in line. Everybody wants to take on the Intercontinental Champion. <laughs> I mean, it's obvious, isn't it? So <laughs> <laughs> You defended it so many times. So, yeah, bring them on. Bring them all on. I know Cody Rhodes, the Raw superstar, is going to be coming over to SmackDown, and they're going to him and Roman Reigns are going to be. That's another reason to tune into SmackDown. Um, I know Cody and you have some history here. That Royal Rumble, you, you had a record time in there, and then he gets yeah. to come in right at the end and eliminate you. What the hell's that about, man? Come on. I mean, that's just how it goes, right? That's the that's the that's what makes makes the Royal Rumble special, I guess. It's uh, yeah, on the one thing you can make yourself, yeah, you can make yourself a legend by going from one till the end. But obviously, there's somebody joining that match at number thirty. That's like I don't know, almost an hour after the first person joined it. So it's like a hard task. Um, it wasn't enough this year. Um, I say this uh, the next time I'm gonna. Yeah, the next time I'm going to be in the Rumble match. Um, I'm aiming for the win, definitely. Um, but still, you know, it was a special night for me. Um, and also having that that end bit in the ring with Cody, I was very happy about that. Um, because I think Cody's like an ideal opponent for me for the future. Um, and I think it was good that we, yeah, that we could give them like a seven, eight minute teaser at the end of what a match could be absolutely and what what's the old phrase in wrestling it's not who goes over it's who gets over and i think you got <laughs> oh you got over with that long run from coming in at the at number one and lasting all the way to the end i think it was a, a record actually at least for the royal rumble there was like a the greatest royal rumble a separate pay-per-view that might have been a different record but for the actual january royal rumble you you hold the record at what was it 71 minutes and change so uh how did it feel to, to how does it feel to know that, that you have that record 
Um, yeah, great. I didn't think about it at all before or during the Rumble match. That was not a thought that I actually paid attention to. But when I, um, yeah, when I came out after that match, everybody was like, oh, you broke the record. Like, which record? Is <laughs> but yeah, that's that's cool to have. Um, it's, uh, I think it's one of those things uh, in WWE when you have those performances that can literally have such a big impact on your career. Um, and yeah, and just putting another stamp in the history books with my name on is, yeah, it's a rewarding thing to do. Absolutely. Well, so we mentioned Cody's going to be on SmackDown, and so is, of course, Roman Reigns. We're previewing their big, big main event. Have you had a chance to, do you ever get a chance to step back and admire Roman's run? And and also just this masterful bloodline storyline. You know, we actually had the Usos and, and Roman Reigns, and they came into our radio station, like, long before they became big stars. So it's been fun to watch them, their rise. But the whole thing with Sami Zayn and the, and the bloodline, it's been so fascinating. Some of the best storytelling WWE's done in, in years. But do you ever get a chance when you're, you know, you're finally un unlacing the boots to sit back and just enjoy it as, you know, a, a great storytelling show? Oh yeah, I would say so. Um, that's um, usually I try to be really focused on what I do or what we as a group do uh, on our stuff. But I would say if I make time to follow something, it's definitely whatever the bloodline does. Because yeah. like you mentioned, I think it's fantastic. It's one of the best storylines the company has ever produced, I think. Um and yeah, it's just entertaining to watch because I think of the happenings that go on there in that drama. I think everybody can relate to that. Um, everybody had a best friend before. Everybody got betrayed before and stuff like that. Brothers uh, and family members that fight. Everyone relates to that stuff. Yes. Um, and then having Sammy there as the clear outcast when it comes to that and the, the underdog. Um, <laughs> I just think it's, yeah, it's a, it's a great story. Um, yeah, and I'm looking, I'm excited to see where it goes, uh, how that's going to end. I think there's, especially on Rowan, there's lots of, lots of pressure now and the pressure is just growing week by week. Um, yeah, but he's handling, yeah, he's handling it like a champ. Um, but we'll see for, for how long I get the feeling that people desperately want to see him fall. So <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see what happens at WrestleMania. Yes, every pay-per-view, we, we, I guess I don't call them pay-per-views anymore, every Peacock premium event now, uh, you think he's going to lose and, and he keeps it. So, But yes, it's, it feels like it's building, culminating, but we'll see at WrestleMania. Um, well, Bloodline's not the only uh, exciting faction. You have your own. We got to talk about Imperium. Uh, talk about um, Ludwig Kaiser um and giovanni vinci i guess is are they i guess they're originally from germany and italy i think uh but yes. um how 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 much fun is it with those guys and i want to know how you guys coordinated coordinated the whole you know the posture and the stand when you come out and you put your arms out and then you put them behind your back it looks very like like a general like militaristic like you guys are all on the same page which i'm sure it's what you're going for but uh how did you come up with that it's awesome um so that's the thing I can proudly say uh, about us, um, especially Ludwig and I, because we are, yeah, we're in the ring together for oh, way over 10 years now. Um, and Gio joined us basically in WWE and NXT. Um, but at the end, it's exactly the same thing we've done in Germany before. Um, obviously, 
it got better and be developed and stuff like that over the years. And now we can show it at the biggest stage possible. Um, and that's, yeah, that's great. That's something you believed in and you stuck to it. It's just paying off over time. Um, and yeah, it was just the idea behind it. Ideology-wise, I would say the mad is sacred and stuff. Um, Ludwig's father, Axel Dieter, was a yeah was a popular wrestler in Germany. Um, he's passed away now. He was already a little bit older, but he was popular in the seventies and the and the eighties in Vienna and Germany at the tournaments. My parents used to watch Ludwig's father wrestle when they were young in really? Vienna. Yeah, they know of course they know him and. Uh, he would always be the one who would raise his glass and say the mat is sacred and we were inspired by that because he was still around in germany he was still around at the events we wrestled when we were nearby his hometown he would still come around and tell some tales from the past and stuff like that and we identified with that so we just was like you know what i think that suits us um we personally identify with that so i think we can yeah we should take that on board and express that in the ring as well Awesome. That's such a great story. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, that's so cool. And yeah, like you're mentioning, you know, you so you were, you were born in Vienna, Austria, I guess in late 80s. Uh, I'm a child of the 80s myself, so I'm, I'm curious. You know, we over here grew up watching, you know, Stone Cold and The Rock and Undertaker and Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart and all, you know, Attitude Era. But what what was it for you? Who, did, who were your favorite wrestlers growing up? Uh, did you get to watch any WWF at the time, WWF? Oh, yeah, like the mid-90s, WWF was very popular in the German-speaking countries. Uh, like uh, Bret Hart was a pop culture superstar in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> um so everybody knew him um, and I was able to watch like VHS uh, tapes and stuff like that. Um, but also when I was a kid, the tournaments in Vienna would still be going on. So my parents would take me there to watch it live. Um, and then it was kind of like, I think that the late nineties, it got harder to really follow it in the, in Austria and Germany um, because the TV rights must've changed or stuff like that. So that, for a few years, I had to dig really deep to, uh, yeah, get some material to watch. Um, I would say it got better again, 2003, four-ish in that direction, where it was easier to access again. And then, yeah, I obviously uh, watched it again. And then, yeah, as soon as the internet arrived, it's available everywhere anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we're glad that you finally got to meet those here. You know, you're probably watching, you know, Triple H on TV and now, you know, you're you're working for him or with yeah, him. <laughs> um, so I, I just to catch everyone up, you got signed uh, by WWE in 2019, did a long run as NXT UK champ, and then the main roster in 2002. Do you have any favorite matches from the old uh, Walter days before the Gunther uh, namesake change? Um, yeah, of course, like it. There were a bunch of matches I really enjoyed. I think I would, uh, I think we'll just name the two obvious ones from NXT UK would be 
against Ilya Dragunov in the empty studio during COVID. That was <laughs> just uh, we just fought for forty minutes in front of nobody just for the cameras. <laughs> but I think we've really benefited from that because it was a very physical match and very intense match, and there was no yeah there was no audience to make any noise or something like that. So the only the only vocals or audio that got created was by ourselves, but I think that really helped to get what we did across more. Um, and I think the other one I would name would be against Tyler Bate in Cardiff for the NXT UK Championship. Um, I think it was my longest singles match to date. It was like almost was almost 50 minutes or something. Oh, wow. It's um, almost an Ironman match. But that was a, but that just naturally developed there. And I think there was a real roller coaster for the audience that night. With a big heartbreak at the end, and yeah, I enjoy a big heartbreak. So, <laughs> broken many hearts of your opponents too. Um, well, of course, then you joined SmackDown in I guess last April. Gosh, it hasn't even been a year. Well, that's insane. The 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 how much you've gotten over with the fans and so many great matches in sh such a short amount of time. But what was it like? Uh, you know, memories of beating Ricochet to become the Intercontinental Champion. I mean, that that is like a stamp on the career. Like that is a title that 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 everyone covets. Oh yeah, it is, but it's always. It, but it's also a thing where it's like that. That's when the work starts. Um, yeah. It's not like something where that you can rest on or something like that. Um, for me, it was clear the moment or the day I won the Intercontinental Championship. That's like okay, now it's on. Like mm -hmm. now you have to make something out of this. Like it's on you now. Um, and I enjoy those situations when there's a little bit pressure or even a lot of pressure on me or expectations. Um, that's the challenge for me to fulfill that or in best case surpass that if that makes sense um, and I think it's always those yeah high pressure situations where you really grow oh yeah well I mean you you've 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 carried that belt well I think you broke Shelton Benjamin's record as the longest reigning intercontinental champ of the 21st century at least I know back in the day people used to hold belts forever but um in, in this modern instant instant gratification era society we live in the fact that you've held it for so long is really impressive right up there with you know what Roman's done with with the big belt um I guess you what who all you've you've beaten Nakamura, Rey Mysterio, Braun Strowman, but to me I think the big one real quick before we run I know we're on the clock but um that five star match against Sheamus at Clash at the Castle back in September, his chest was so welted up <laughs> all those hard chops. You're such a physical uh, in ring performer, but what was it like? Just that crowd. You guys had that crowd eating out of your hand. It was incredible. Yeah, I mean, England in general has a fantastic uh, a fantastic crowd for wrestling. Or I should say the United Kingdom because that uh, that uh, event went down in Wales. Um, but they had to, usually over there it's a fantastic atmosphere. Um, I really like it because it's really influenced by the football or the soccer culture. Uh, so their chance and stuff is always going to be like more in that direction. Um, that's something I really enjoy because it has that sports competition feel that makes sense. Um, and yeah, the match itself was, yeah, it was enjoyable. And I think Seamus, that's the thing with Seamus. He's a very physical wrestler as well, has a lot of energy and that guy doesn't stay down. Like he's going to come back at you and he won't stop coming back at you. It's, uh, yeah, it was intense. <laughs> <laughs> it's fight night, as they say. 
Uh, he is a brawling brute. You're a brawling, you're a brute, brawling brute yourself in your own way. I love your, the physicality and the realism of the matches. It just feels like it's a, it is a rough and tumble, a slugfest when you're out there. I love your, your style, man. Um, well, either way, whether it's Sheamus or Drew McIntyre, whoever you end up in the ring with, with WrestleMania, I know it's going to be, you're going to put on a, a great show. Uh, but first everyone tune in this week, this Friday for, for WWE SmackDown. It's in Washington, DC. I'm sure tickets may be still available at Capital One Arena. Come check out Gunther, the intercontinental champion, the ultimate badass who hopefully a long reign, sir. Hopefully you, you reign for a long time. That's what I plan to do. Thank you, thank you very much for having me. I'm looking forward to uh, absolutely. And now all our WTOP listeners will be watching SmackDown. If you know, if you hit a big move tonight, if you want to shout us out, it's okay. You know, sal salute the hard camera, whatever you want. We'll, we'll, WTOP, <laughs> we, we'll, we'll look out for it. All right. <laughs> all right. Thanks so much, Gunther. Thank you very much. Have a See good day. Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.